The truth lives. Political bomb show starring Rishon Blyden. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday. Getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying. Friday, Friday, welcome to Political Bomb Show. I am who? Ray Sean Blyden. I'm your host. How you doing? It's Friday. Wake up. Let's get this weekend on and popping. Call me, 323-835-1123. I am going to be talking about beer, beer, beer. Everyone loves beer, but the stomach no one wants a beer belly. So that's going to be my main topic today. The origin of beer and how many different types of beer. I'll name some. I'll also tell you a few of my favorites from the past and currently. So that's what we'll be talking about today. And of course, your news, views, and parodies. So let's Get this started, because it's Friday. Now, Goslin Blast Off, First Man Dazzle, No American Flag. I think that I read something of this before. And uh, what is this? This will be, I guess, under my... Views and Reviews, Ryan Goslin, Damien Sazel talk first man as Neil Armstrong strongly takes Madden Voyage Venice. I don't know that I care about this, so yeah, that's a boring yawner for a Friday. We don't want a yawner. No yawner. Texas race turns nasty. Let us see what happened here. This is from the Dallas News. The Dallas Morning News. Can't ignore Beto. GOP tweets mugshot and Cruz skips Senate votes after railing about August recess. Okay, it says here, Washington, for anyone doubting the flurry of polls showing a neck-and-neck Senate race in Texas, there's fresh proof this week that Representative Beto O'Rourke has the full attention of Senator Ted Cruz and other Republicans. On Monday, Cruz stepped up attacks on the El Paso Democrat by asserting that Oruki's defense of NFL football players who kneel doing 
the national anthem is no better than supporting the burning of flags. He's added campaign events at the last minute, keeping him in Texas through Friday night, even though that meant skipping days of votes in the Senate, where before the summer he'd prod leaders to cancel the traditional August recess, which they did. We must not waste one minute of one day while we work to fulfill the promises we made to the American people, Cruz said in early June. By working through August, we will continue to fight for more policies, achievements, and to deliver for the American people who elected us. Late Tuesday, the state GOP tweeted out an arrest photo of Oroki from two decades ago, ramping up efforts to reshape the challenger's image from fresh-faced Kennedy optimist to dangerous radical. There's always the chance that Robert Beto Oroki won't debate Senator Cruz because he got into a hazy situation, the tweet reads. Over the mugshot, the GOP superimposed the words, sorry, is all that you can say. But words don't come easily. Like sorry, don't please. But I don't know. Okay, don't quit your day job, Mister Blyden. Sorry, can't debate. Had a little much to drink. Too much to drink. It's funny because my show is about beer today, and here we are talking about too much to drink. When is too much to drink? When you can't remember what you did last night. That's when it's too much to drink. You know, and I've been there before. Not happy to to broadcast that to you, but let me tell you, I have been there before, and I'll probably be there again, you know? So, yeah, when you're running for political office, you have to be squeaky clean, I guess. Squeaky clean, so... This airdrop, I don't know that it's doing anything. I'm still hearing a, a ringing in my ear. So, I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know. Okay, so, yeah. Um, beer. Beer can, is, is a good thing in moderation, just like anything else. It really is. So, um, when you drink too much, it's just not uh, a good thing. It's not a good thing. Uh, it's not a good thing to drink too much because uh, well, I don't want to get into that right now. You know, I don't want to get into that right now. So, 
So I continue to my air is really driving me nuts. I gotta tell you, this right air, uh, I never want to get fungi in my air again. I don't even know how. I've never had fungi in my air, but then again, I've had air problems in the past. But maybe it just got really extreme right now, and uh, it's driving me nuts. I could, it's like I could tell you know, like when you have a cut and it's healed, how itchy it gets with my air. Is super itchy, really is. My ear is super itchy, and I, if I scratch it, it's probably gonna make it worse. So I shouldn't really scratch it. I really shouldn't. Sorry, it's all that you can say. Years gone by, and still. Sorry, can't debate. Had a little too much to drink. The state party also dusted off a photo of the future congressman from his days as a punk rocker. Man, politics is really uh, is really <laughs> a hairy thing. I mean, your past, if you uh. If you want to be a politician, you really uh, you should have a squeaky clean pass, I guess. But the people have gotten, you know, the people are smarter now. So if we like the candidate because we know what they stand for, we're going to stand by them. I don't know too much about these Democrats. I know most Democrats, I not most, actually all Democrats I'd never vote for. And that's because Democrats... Of this of this era, they're not Democrats. They're actually socialists and far left leaning. And I'm way far right leaning, so I could never ever be swayed nowhere near them, if not even close. So yeah, I'd never be able to vote for today's Democrat. It's funny. I was uh, where was I? I don't know. I think I was in in Springfield. Yeah, I was in, I was in Springfield. And I saw some guy by a gas station holding up a sign that says impeach Trump. And I made sure I gave him two thumbs down. I wanted to give him some other fingers, but that was nice. I gave him two thumbs down and I gave him a very deadly stare. But he had dark shades on. I couldn't see his eyes. And so I went to the fuel station, fueled up, had to pass him again. I said, let me just give him another double thumbs down, which I did. And he just had a stone cold look on his face. Couldn't see his eyes. So, uh, yeah, speaking of, of signs, I was, where was I? In Hartford. This was really great. This was brilliant. Billboards can be a really brilliant thing if, you, if, you're, if you're good at what you do. And I have to give it to MGM for this. This was absolutely brilliant. So, as you know, if, if you live in New England here, there's been two casinos for a decade that's been really just running things in this end of the town. And it's Foxwoods who, who came first. And I gambled quite a bit there. 
and um, Mohegan Sun. And I've also gambled a bit there. So, and those are both in Connecticut, in Uncasville, if I'm not mistaken, Uncasville, Connecticut, which is pretty much pretty far from everything. So, now that I live in Massachusetts, here comes the um, MGM. They decided to build a casino in Springfield, Massachusetts. I'm, I have not gone to visit it. It's, it's been open for about a week now. I don't think I intend to visit it. Although my friend, Mr. Jackson, said he's going to drag me in there. But uh, we'll see. But anyway, um, so MGM, they open up the casino in downtown, in the heart of downtown Springfield, Massachusetts. So I'm driving by Hartford. And you know the digital billboards. I don't know if you have them in your state. But they're digital billboards, not just the the ones that's just uh, you know regular traditional billboards. And this one caught my attention real fast. This is what it said. It said here, um, let me see if I can remember exactly. Well, I'm going to paraphrase. I can't, I don't know if I remember exactly, but it said, it said, uh, we, we built a casino in the middle of, of a city while the others built them in the middle of nowhere, and then they have MGM. It's brilliant because it's basically saying, telling the truth basically that, hey, look, there's a casino right here in your backyard. It's not going to take you two hours to get there. It's right here in your backyard. And so I, I was like, they without mentioning Mohegan Sun and Foxwood Casino, they really slammed them really good. So I thought that was uh brilliant uh a brilliant way to to um to bash them it was great it was brilliant it was absolutely brilliant so whoever whoever's running the campaign that was brilliant the campaign to to try to basically get people from going to mohegan to go there i mean like i said before People that's outside of Springfield and and on around Springfield are gonna flood in there. People, even people from far away, who's been going to Mohegan and Foxwood, and the odds hasn't been kind to them, they're gonna say, "Let's give MGM a, a try. It's closer, and let's try it out." So, I mean, who 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 knows where Uncasville, Connecticut is? No one knows where Uncasville, Connecticut is. But most people know where Springfield, Massachusetts is in this area. So, I, but I haven't ran into any any problems as far as traffic. I thought it was going to be bad. So I don't, maybe um, because, you know, maybe because I, uh, during the weekday, I've passed by on the highway there that is not that busy. But perhaps if I drove by there on a, on a Friday night or Saturday, I'd feel differently. But so far, I haven't had any problem with traffic. So. I really don't have any intention of going there, but if my friends really want to drag me out, then maybe I'll go. We'll see. It's not something like I have a vacation coming up pretty much a day next month. So I, that's not really on the agenda to go there. You know, it's not really on the agenda. So we'll see. I just, it's not my agenda. Put it that way. 
I rather much rather go downtown Springfield to go to the Springfield Orchestra and take in the um, orchestra, you know, take in a classical concert, classical music concert. I'd rather do that than to go to a Springfield casino. So, yeah, I'm not sure how I got off on this tangent there. But let's get back to the story. The state party. You thought I lost my place, didn't you? Yeah, you did. The state party also dusted off a photo of the future congressman from his days as a punk rocker. He's on the left with a goatee. I'm looking at it. And flurry dress. He, he does look like kind of a fruity hair, honestly. He looks fruity. And then, so, man, so Ted Cruz put that picture of him looking fruity, and then he he tweeted out, maybe Beto can't debate Ted Cruz because he's already had plans that they have him in a, in a sundress. It's so funny. I have to like this. I'm sorry. It, this is funny. I must like this just because I have to like it. I don't have to, but I want to like it. So there you go. I liked it. Okay, so... The quickening pace of attacks comes in the aftermath of polls showing Oroki ties with Cruz, or close to it, and with major Cruz allies expressing increasing concern about his ability to hang on to his seat, the Club for Growth, an anti-tax group, plans a seven-figure ad blitz on his behalf. O'Rookie's campaign didn't respond to a request for a comment about mugshot attack. Cruz aides declined to speak on the record about the senator skipping votes. In May, Cruz co-signed a letter with a dozen other GOP senators urging Majority Leaders Mitch McConnell, gobbler, to consider keeping the Senate in session nights and weekends and to cancel the August recess. Two weeks ago, a frustrated McConnell privately lectured GOP senators about amp absent absenteeism no, no, absenteeism uh, whatever on Tuesday Cruz missed a half dozen roll calls to confirm a federal judge, a governor for the Federal Reserve and other posts. None was convinced was controversial or close. He missed votes last week, too, including one including one on a topic close to his heart, to defund Planned Parenthood. They need to be defunded. Jenny, I can hear Jenny. No, don't defund them. Senator John Corn of Texas, the majority whip, in the Senate, defended Cruz for skipping work in Washington. We've gotten a lot done that we would have not have gotten done if the senator hadn't been in session during August, Corn said. 
He noted that the GOP and Democratic leaders had cut a deal to get about 15 non-controversial judges and other nominees confirmed this week. We really haven't had any closed votes and have turned on an individual senator's presence or absence. I trust Senator Cruz to make decisions in the best interest of his campaign and his service. I don't think the fact that he may not have been here for a vote or two has affected the outcome of those matters at all. Oruki, 45, was arrested twice in El Paso during his 20s in the 1995 on a charge of attempted burglary and in 1998 for driving while intoxicated. There we go. And my subject today is about beer. Beer, beer, beer. Mm-mm-mm. Beer, beer, beer. I love my beer. Okay. So, anyway, you get the picture. I'm not going to read all of this. I'm not going to read all of this. We know that politics is a very dirty game, as we've seen from um, 2016 campaigns. So we know politics is a very, very dirty, filthy game, you know. I'm acting like I'm Jamaican. What am I saying? But no, it really is a dirty, filthy game. It is. It really is. Sorry. these messages.
she'll look like Chad Zumach. Beer to make you look hot. Beer to think that I'm strong. Beer to get real stupid. Beer to think that it's long. Beer. That's all I really want is beer. Double fisting, I want beer. I want to go streaking cause of beer. I want to whip out my beer. 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 TGIF is beer. Welcome back. Ray Sean Biden, Political Bomb Show. Let's see. Uh, let's continue on. Let's continue on. Because beer is good. Beer is, well, beer. This, I'm going to get into my beer topic just now because, uh, Excuse me, because uh, I want to save that for my um, for my monologue, for my monologue. But uh, beer really is a good thing. I mean, it's like anything else. Like I said, you could abuse it. You can abuse it. You can definitely abuse it. So uh let's um let's take a sip of this, hmm? Mm-mm. Ah, so good, so good. Mm-mm. Tasty, tasty. Of its kind and intelligent machine with the ultimate intent to conquer all and reign supreme. Go online, have a look, buy a they are in beta. So there is a few small bugs like constant misuse of your data. Facebook risk being dragged into war crimes trials, UN warns. The UN warns who, oh, I'm so scared of the UN. Let's see what the UN has to say. The UN says the United Nations has warned Facebook that it risks being dragged into international war crimes trials for its role in future human rights violations as it called on the social network to address hate speech more quickly. Uh, code word? Get rid of all the conservatives. That's that's the code word. Saeed Rod, whatever the hell your name is, Hussein, the UN's human rights chief said the company risked being an accessory horrific crimes that the company had not taken 
violence in Burma incited on the social network seriously. It comes after the UN report into atrocities in Burma this week said Facebook had been a useful instrument for those seeking to spread hate. On Monday, the company banned dozens of accounts, including the military chief's own page in the country, where 700,000 Rohingya Muslims have fled rape and mass murder. Facebook has been accused of allowing false information and hate speech on its platform to spread across Burma, whipping up violence. Speaking in Geneva, Mr. Al Hussein said Facebook risked being subpoenaed in future trials of those accused of the worst crimes if it did not learn its lesson from the violence. So, his comments came in response to Donald Trump warning Facebook and other internet companies to be careful after accusing them of left-wing bias. So, Facebook, like I said, they, I hope that they become the next MySpace, very irrelevant, because they are a monopoly and they need to be cut down to size. That is the bottom line. A first of its kind, an intelligent machine with the ultimate intent to conquer all and reign supreme. Go online, have a look, buy a zuck, they are in beta, so there is a few small bugs like constant misuse of your data. Moving along, useful or creepy? Machines suggest Gmail replies. Let's see here. That's another one that's too big to fail. They got to be chopped down to size also. New York AP. Google is towing the line between helping you save time and creeping you out as it turns to machines to suggest email replies on your behalf. The customized auto responses come in the latest version of Gmail on the web and expand on a feature already available on Android devices and iPhones. There's just one more example on how artificial intelligence is seeking into your life, seeping into your life. It's true, it really is. Whether it's to tailor product recommendations or correct spelling, so far the new feature has been drawing mixed responses from users. The new feature is called Smart Reply, offers three short responses like it was great seeing you too, or I'll look into it. Unlike standard auto replies, 
when on vacation, for instance, these are customized to an individual email based on its context. If you select one, you can either send it immediately or edit it before sending it. Uh, the response are automatically created using Google's artificial intelligence system. Humans aren't reading people's email, but machines are scanning them. Although Google stopped scanning email tar to target advertising in 2017, it still scans them to filter out junk mail, identify phishing scams, and now to create suggested replies. Yahoo and AOL, both owned by Verizon, still scan emails for advertising. Google's suggestions draw on the text of your email. Google says it doesn't analyze anything else. Yeah, right. Okay, and my name is Mud. Like attachments or photos, even though it scans them for security risk. I'm supposed to believe the bukkake coming out of your mouth? It stinks. It smells. That's what I think of the bukkake. The bukkake nonsense. The bukkake nonsense. <laughs> woman. Woman united paid hush money after man masturbated next to me. Huh. Wow. Interesting. A woman claims United Airlines paid her $75 of horse money, that's it, 75 or maybe it's more than $75, let's read the story. The man masturbated next to her for hours, oh my goodness. A woman on the United States, the United flight from Orange County, California to Chicago, claims the man seated next to her masturbated for hours and the airline didn't report it to law enforcement. Michaela Dixon, 21, was traveling with her boyfriend on August 11th when she noticed the man inappropriately touching himself. My boyfriend was asleep in the window seat. I'm in the middle, and the man is in the aisle. I had no idea what to do. I couldn't get up because I didn't want to go anywhere near him. She tweeted about the incident that gave her the worst panic attack of her life. Dixon went on to say she couldn't alert. The, why don't you just wake your boyfriend up? That's what I would have did if I, you know, if I was you, I would have wake my boyfriend up and say, and let him deal with it. A man would have been better equipped to deal with it. Maybe punch him in the face or something. Anyway, that's there. You have that. People are honest. Like I told you, this isn't, people do stu stupid, crazy stuff like this. Like I told you about the L.A. When I used to be part of the L.A. fitness, what the fat, nasty old man did in a sauna, I told you about that before. So people are gross. People are gross. Let's see. What else do we have here? No American. Okay, I don't care about that. Chuck Todd bombshell tomorrow. Chuck Todd bombshell. What's this? <clears throat> Emma 
MSNBC's Chuck Todd issued a warning to the press on Thursday evening regarding, please don't give me this, subscribe here, I don't want to subscribe. Regarding the Russia investigation, don't miss work tomorrow. Todd's MTP daily panel was discussing special counsel Robert the Donkey Mueller probe and speculating as to when the investigation will wrap up. Here's what I've learned about Bob Mueller, Todd said. Not a single person that has known him, been with him, worked with him, wouldn't say that he would have ended this investigation if there was no con- no collusion. He would have already ended the investigation. We can't tell that, though, until he tells us. Okay, I don't care much more about that. Don't care. I don't care much more about that. Anything else good here? Astronaut plugs leaked with finger. Argentina currency collapse. I heard about that. Boeing wins big Navy contract for drones. Arrest in courtrooms. Escalate feud. Okay, that's enough news for now. It's Friday. You want to hear about beer. So I'll come back and talk about beer. Is the malted liquor what gets you drunker quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Beer. Can't get enough of it. Beer. How we really love it Beer. makes me think I'm a man. Beer. I could kiss and hug it, Beer. but I'd rather chuck it. Beer. Cut my belly out to here. I could not refuse it. Beer. I could really use it. Beer, beer, beer. I can remember how much I have had. I drank a 12 pack with my dad. That's my son, the drunken manly stud. I'm proud to be his bud. Here, have some pretzels. No, I'll call it quits. Those things give me the schlitz. (laughs) Drink with your family. Drink it with your friends. Drink till you're fat. Stomach distends. Beer is liquid bread. It's good for you. We like to drink till we spew. Who cares if we get fat? I'll drink to that. As we sing once more What is the malted liquor? What gets you drunker quicker? What comes in bottles or in cans? Can't get enough of it How we really love it Makes me think I'm a man I could kiss and hug it But I'd rather chug it Got my belly out to here Golly, I adore it Come on, damn it, pour it Do it for me, brew it for me Feed it to me, speed it to me The most wonderful drink in the world Hooray! All right, all right Let's talk about the origin of beer Politicalbombshow.cf. Okay, so the origin of beer. Pretty interesting. If you haven't known about beer, how long it's been around, this will be like a quick review. So, beer is one of the oldest drinks humans have produced, dating back to at least the 5th millennium BC in Iran, and was recorded in written history of ancient Egypt Egypt and Mesopotamia and spread throughout the world as almost any cereal containing certain sugars can undergo spontaneous 
fermentation due to the wild yeast in the air. It is possible that beer is like drinks were independently developed throughout the world soon after a tribe or culture had domesticated cereal. Chemical tests of ancient pottery jars reveal that beer was produced as far back as about 7,000 years ago in what is today's Iran. The discovery reveals one of the earliest known uses of fermentation and is the earliest evidence of brewing to date. In Mesopotamia, the oldest evidence of beer is believed to be 6,000 years old. Sumerian tablet, despite I mean, depicting people consuming a drink to read straws from a communal bowl. A a 3,900-year-old Sumerian poem. Uh, China residue on pottery dating from between 54 and 4,900 years ago shows beers was brewed using barley and other grains. I think China uses rice. Is it China? Yeah, I think so. I wasn't too fond of rice beer. wasn't too fond of it, no. Uh, so I want to read all the history. You can look it up yourself. I'm just giving you... Some uh, tidbits here, tidbits of uh, of beer. What I really want to talk about is different types of beer, and and let you know some of the ones I like. So different types of beer. For instance, the one I'm drinking right now is by a brewery. I like a lot of uh, local breweries or um, what do they call it? Microbreweries, that's it. I like a lot of microbreweries. Powder Hollow Brewery. This is from Enfield. If you live in Enfield, Connecticut and you're into IPAs, this one is a great one. It's called Hop Hazard Double IPA with 9.2 alcohol and volume. Very Tasty and very strong. Very expensive for for it comes in a four pack. I so basically two four pack cost me or will cost you twenty five bucks. A table in Vine, which is in West Springfield, Massachusetts. I like to go there. So uh, let's talk about different types of beer because. Yes, so when I first began drinking, I had no idea what beer smear was. I had no no idea. And my first experience with beer, because I didn't grow up with that stuff, except one time when I I think I told this story before, I went to church with my mom, and and, uh, it was Church of God's Prophecy, 
and I was outside, and a stranger called me across the street. Some guy, I don't remember if he was a bum, I don't remember his, I just know he called me across the street, and kids are trusting, and of course, I went straight to him, and he gave me, he had Miller Lite, he gave it to me, and I, he said, have a drink, I tasted it, it tasted gross, I did not like it, and my mom quickly got, ran over there, and the, and the man ran away, basically, so, I don't know if he's trying to get me drunk, so he could drag me away, and and do what whatever. I had no clue. I just knew I didn't like the taste of it. And that was the first and last time I ever tried it until I left St. Thomas and I was a man. I was going to school. Was good friends with Travis. He invited me to what he called to a house party of his and handed me what was looked to be a huge bottle and it was it was a forty ounce I want to say it was private stock. It was either private stock or OE. I can't remember when, which one. It was one of those. I remember in my head being a green bottle, so it's got to be a private stock. I remember after drinking that, in the basement is where I woke up in the morning. I definitely crashed. And back then, I wasn't drinking it for the taste. I was drinking it to get drunk because that's what I saw what everyone else did. They drank it and they got drunk. So that was a malt liquor. I don't know if that falls under beer, but that was malt liquor. You know, fast string forward to now. I'm a I am a connoisseur of beer because I know the difference and I know that certain beers has a really good taste to it. There's some that that will really uh mess you up. IPAs happen to be one of the uh, mo most much stronger beers. That's why they cost a lot more than other beers because they're just I don't know the, how how they're made, but I just know that they're stronger than say like a like a stout. Stouts are strong, but stouts also taste very good. Not that IPA don't taste good, but it has like a chocolate taste. Stouts and it's like a, it's like thicker in volume. So I like usually would tend to drink stouts in the winter time when it's cold out, because it seems to be more a heavier beer than IPA. IPA seems to be more of a spring summer type of beer because it's not as strong, and it does have a some you know some of the what they call it aftertaste with IPA. Like for instance, this this uh, Hop Hazard Double IPA. Let me take a sip real quick and tell you. The aftertaste. Hold on. Mm. To me, it has like a. It's hard to describe this one. It it's not really quite grapefruit. Like I've had some IP that has like a, a grapefruit aftertaste. I can't put my finger on this one. It's almost like like a hint of orange. Yeah, it's like a hint of orange. Very good stuff. But uh, IPA basically, what's IPA? IPA stands for India Pale Ale and type beer types. Ales happen to be the first one here. And it says here, brewed with fermenting yeast at cellar temperature. Ales are fuller-bodied, 
with nuances of fruit or spice, and it's true, I could t- definitely taste the fruit and spice. And a pleasantly hoppy finish, and this that's like an understatement, very hoppy. Generally robust and complex with a variety of fruit and malt aromas, true. Ales come in many varieties, they're not kidding. They could include bitters, milds, abbey ales, pale ales, nut browns, etc. And like I said, right now I am drinking an India pale ale. And ales are 30% of all sold in Canada. So Canadians like their uh, pale ales, or ales rather. So there's that. Lagers. Lagers. I like lagers too. Lo- I can't think of any names right now because it's uh, been a while since I had a, a good lager. But lagers are good too. Like certain, uh, oh, I can't even think of the name of it. It's like a, a beer from Boston. I can't think of the name of it, but they make good lagers. Anyway, uh, lagers originates from the German word Legem or Legem, which means to store. It refers to the method of storing it for several months in near freezing temperatures, crisp and refreshing, with a smooth finish from longer aging lagers are the world's most popular beer. This includes Pilsiners. I never heard of that one. A lager which can range from sweet to bitter and pale to black is usually used to describe bottom-fermented brews of Dutch, German, and Zeck styles. Most, however, are a pale to medium color and have high carbonation and a medium to high hop flavor. Lagers are 56% of all beer sold. And so this is like a story from Canada. So that's why it's telling you, telling you about how much is sold in Canada. So I'm not going to read that part of it anymore. Stouts and potters. Porters. Stouts are delicious. Like... There's one, I oh, I can't even think of the names right now, but there's like this one that, if you heard of Munson chocolate, well, they they use Munson chocolate to make this stout. It tastes delicious. And a friend of mine, Stan, told me I should mix, mix uh, Young's double chocolate stout with uh, Sam Adams cherry wheat and taste like a chocolate-covered cherry, and it tastes delicious. I've... Had that many a time, so if you want to try that out and let me know how you like it, then let then let me know. That's young double chocolate stout and Sam Adams cherry wheat. Sam Adams was the Boston beer I was talking about earlier. I couldn't remember the name until now. So stouts and porters. There's 
very little distinctive distinction between a porter and a stout, but they do have their differences. Porter is a dark, almost black, fruity dry, top fermenting style. An ale porter is brewed with a combination of roasted malt to impart flavors, color, and aroma. Stout is also a black roasted brew made with top fermentation. Stout, not as sweet to taste, features a rich creamy head, it's true, and is flavored and colored by barley. Stouts often use portion of unmalted roasted barley to develop a dark, slightly astringent, coffee-like character. Malt. Now we move on to malt. Generally dark and sweeter in flavor, malts contain hints of caramel, toffee, and nuts. They can be light to full body. Bear styles. Now, in addition to types, a bear's character can be described by its style. Amber. It's a versatile bear. Amber bears are full-bodied, malt aromas with hints of caramel. These bears could be either lager, lager, or ale. Blonde. Blonde ales are very pale in color and tend to be clear, crisp, and dry, with low to medium bitterness and aromas from hops and some sweetness from malt. Brown. Dark amber or brown color in color. Brown ale have evidence of caramel and chocolate flavors and may have a slight citrus accent or be strong, malty or nutty depending on the area of brewing. Cream. A very mild, sweetest, golden-style ale. Dark. Dark ale is a British-type beer combining hops, yeast, and a blend of malts. It's a medium chestnut brown color with a delicate fruity smell and robust malty character. Fruit bears. Fruit, fruit, fruit. Uh, have I had fruit beer like blueberry? Yeah, I've had fruit beer like like uh, blueberry. Yeah, I have that before. Let's see. Let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Where is it? So, most fruit beers are ales. However, they typically do not carry an ale character in order to allow... For fruit flavor to come through nicely, the malt flavor is not dominant, and there is a low bitterness level to the beer. Golden. First developed in the UK, golden ales are straw-colored with a slight hint of citrus and vanilla. The beer can sometimes contain spicy flavors. Honey. A full-bodied beer with a creamy texture and copper color. Honey beers are slightly sweet 
with hints of caramel. Oh. Indian Pale Ale, which is what I'm drinking right now. A hoppier version of pale ale, true, originally brewed in England with extra hops to survive the journey to British troops stationed in India. Oh, that's what they call it, India Pale Ale. Okay, I get it. Light, extremely light in color and mild in flavor. Light beer has fewer calories and or lower alcohol content. <clears throat> Lime. Typically light in flavor with a refreshing lime taste. The intensity of the lime can differ from very subtle to strong. So, uh, let's see. Wheat, I talked about wheat. Uh, the cherry wheat, actually. But this is about wheat. It's a light and easy to drink with very little Aftertaste, wheat provides a soft character to beer, it's true. Sometimes hazy, cloudy, with a touch of spice notes. Strong is, okay, that's enough, um, that's enough for that. The point is, beer is so many different types. So many I didn't get into, it's just too many of them. Too many of them I could name. So, mm. Friday, Friday. Let's see here. So, some of my favorites, like I said, and it's hard because I drink a lot of microbreweries, and to remember all these names, I know some. I haven't drank a lot since lost some of these in a while. Like some beer. Basically, I have my spring, summer, autumn, winter beers. So, for instance, in the, in the summer, I'm not going to drink stouts because they're heavier beer and I drink those in the winter. And some beers I'll just drink all year round. Like, it had this one. I can't think of the name right now. Um... It's red. In it's red. It's like an ale. I think. Uh, uh, I can't think of it right now. Killian. Killian beer. It's a it's a red Irish beer. I think that's like a spring and summer beer. Very light and uh, it's not heavy in volume. So I like to drink that this time of year. So stouts in the winter. When it's colder, I just like drinking it. So, um, I don't know. I don't think I have much more to say as I'm down in a, um, some IPA right now. Very tasty. I like to know some of the different beers that you like. You know, send me a message. 323-835-1123, politicalbombs.cf. And go on the contact and send me a message there. So, it's been nice spending an hour or so with you guys on Friday. I don't want to take up too much of your weekend. Just, just wanted to just say thank you for your listenership. And I hope you continue to listen. Tell a friend if you like what you hear. I thank you very much for your listenership. I really and truly do. Thanks, everyone. 
Have a lovely weekend. I will see you, God's willing, on Monday. Let's go.